God is good. All the time. And all the time. God is good. And that is nature. Wow. It's so lovely and so amazing that the Lord has given us to come to church on the last Sunday of the year. And before I start, I want to say, some days back, we were sharing about inviting visitors. And some received their blessings from getting visitors. This Christmas, I had the opportunity of visiting Gary and Jade and the family. And I can tell Gary, I was so happy to have the Australian, is it called Taka Otika? <laughs> Australian meal. Everything was Australian and I really enjoyed. Thank you so much. And it was so awesome to see how people meet in Australia and celebrate Christmas. In Africa, it's a bit different. Maybe next two to three years we'll do it in an African way. God willing, but we'll have to have the Sunday school. So I believe God has a plan for us and a reason for us. To be in different places. Now, every time when we are starting something, it is always exciting. For those of us who went to the uh, church planting workshop, we were told starting a church is always exciting. But maintaining it is the toughest thing in life. Starting anything is always exciting. But maintaining whatever you have started becomes the toughest thing in your life. For example, we all know weddings. When the bride and the groom are planning their weddings, they are so happy that they are going to get married. They have a lot of plans that they plant. But immediately after wedding, they don't keep on focusing about what they planned. They come into the real, real life. And that's when they find tribulations and trials and discouragement. And they get to learn one another and they become, oh, this was not what I wanted. They feel disappointed. And they lose their marriage. Everyone has gone to school. The moment you start going to school, the parents are so excited, everybody in the community is so excited that you are going to school. Even you yourself, you feel, wow, I'm now going to school. I'm now doing this. But as time goes on, the subjects become tough and tougher, and you feel, no, this is not the right thing. I'm not feeling any excitement in it. Some of us persevere, others give up. A 
again, we even get new jobs. Very well paying job. We feel so excited. We love the job. Three to four months down the line, you start seeing the thoughts of that job. You don't like the job, but you're just working for the sake of getting the money. You end up quitting the job. The same applies to the Christian. The moment you receive Christ, you acknowledge God and receive that free gift of eternal life. You feel so excited. You feel the power of God is upon you. <coughs> Maybe every person you meet you want to share about who Christ is in you. But as time goes by, you discover challenges are always there. And most of Christians, they end up giving up. And the greatest challenge Christians have when staying like Christians is because of the environment that is hostile towards God and his people. The world also tries to show you as a Christian that it can give you the best. It gives you all the good things that are there in this world and shows you how much you are missing in this world just because you are a Christian. And if you are not ready to endure, you backslide. But if your faith is genuine in Christ, you shall persevere to the finishing line. I come from Kenya. And Kenyans are known for running. It's not about how fast you can run. And that has been a secret many have not known. It is about the secret that you have for you to finish the line. You can be the fastest runner, but at the end you can cross at the, low, at, at the wrong pitch and get disqualified. I remember when I was in high school, I used to do walking race. Walking race in Kenya, you always do 12, kilo, 12 laps. We used to call them 12 laps, and it was 12 kilometers. And the secret was, when you're walking, you should walk as fast as possible, but don't fold your knee. We would start like 50 of us, and then by the end of it, we would finish like five of us. And within the five, only two would be qualified. It is about following the right rules. To finish the race. And today I want us to share about finishing well. It is the last Sunday of the year. We have been coming to church for the last 51 Sundays and today is the 52nd Sunday. Have you finished this year in a right way? If you look at what you've done since January, to November, 
and the last three weeks. Are you happy with whatever you've done? Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we come before you praying that, Lord, even today as we are going to share about finishing well, that you are going to encourage us, rebuke us, uplift us, and challenge us, God, to live according to your will. We honor you and we uplift your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I'm going to request Pastor to read for me Second Timothy chapter 4, verse 6 to 8. Second Timothy. Four six to eight. Yes. Second Timothy four six to eight. For I am all, <clears throat> excuse me. For I am already being poured out like a drink offering, and the time for my departure is near. I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award me on that day, and not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. Amen. Amen. Let me ask, who was writing that? You. Oh, oh I, you, you lifted your hand and I thought you meant you. <laughs> yes, it is Paul who was writing this. And I think he was talking to Timothy. In my mind, I tend to think Paul was talking with a lot of excitement. Because he was aware of how his life has been. He knew it was his time for death and he was ready to handle, offer the mantle to Timothy and to encourage him to finish his race well. Paul was so happy to look back at all what he had undergone. He was discouraged he was broken, but he didn't fear. He kept remembering how his life was tough. Being in the cell, with all the tribulations in the cell, staying in the darkness, all these things. But Paul did not give up. Now, we are going to look at these three verses. Which refers to one, I am, that is the present, I have the past, and it also talks about in the future. When we look at these verses, we get to know this. To finish well, we have to keep in focus. Paul's view of the present. 
And this is done by having three key words. One, reproduction. Two, sacrifice. Three, departure. Paul could finish well because he had reproduced himself in others. He knew even how he used to live with all the discouragements in life. He would persevere in his faith. He would not let his faith go down. He focused himself in the Lord. He says, my life is coming to an end and it is now time for me to be poured out of a sacrifice to God. I have fought the good fight. I have completed the race. I have kept the faith. The prize that shows I have God's approval is now waiting for me. The Lord who is a fair judge will give me that prize on that day. And he will give it not only to me, but also to everyone who is eagerly waiting for him to come again. Question to us today. Have you reproduced yourself to anybody in the community? Second Timothy 2, 2 says, And the things you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses, and trust the reliable people who will also be qualified to teach others. And the example that is given there is of godly women who need to train their girls. And that's where we always have a theme in our cadet as Christians. Show the light to the young ones as we live. Now you are a Christian. You have grown. Have you reproduced yourself? Are you portraying something special in your life towards another person in the community? Reproduction. The second one was sacrifice. I believe Paul he viewed himself that he had finished the race well because of the way he had sacrificed himself. He did not see challenges and struggles he had as punishment or bad, or bad treatment. But he took it as a way to show how he sacrificed himself. Even in his life of God, he viewed his death as a sacrifice that was worthy before the Lord. When we read the book of Philippians 2, 12 to 18, it tells us that Christians ought to, ought to live considering all that Christ was willing for, to do for them. To command to work out salvation is a directive to let the new birth of Christ. We just celebrated Christ, Christ's birth last week. And that 
if Christ had not sacrificed himself, we would not have any relationship with God. It took God time to sacrifice his own son for us to have reunion with him. What have you sacrificed to show your Christianity to the community, to your family, to your loved ones? Are you just a Christian on a Sunday and on a Monday you become a normal person? In this world there are a lot of things that are so nice, but they are against the Lord and we keep on following them. Do you have a stand? Have you sacrificed yourself that I'm not going to enjoy the things that I'm seeing in this world, but I'm going to sacrifice myself to seek God's faith? I take this opportunity to congratulate each and every one of us who has come to church today. Being a very warm day, it would have been better for you to stay in the house. But you sacrificed to come and hear what the Lord has for you. God bless you for that. You wanted to come. You sacrificed yourself. You didn't want to stay in the house in your comfort zone. The third point is departure. Paul viewed his life and he was aware that now it is time for him to die. And he was so happy that he was going to end his life because he knew after this life he's going to be reunited with Christ. Where there will be no tribulations, no challenges, no struggles, no broken hearted. And he was so happy. In the Bible when we read in the book of Philippians 1, 21 to 23, it tells us, for me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. I always ask myself, what does it mean when the Bible says, for me to live is Christ? What does it mean? It means we need to proclaim Christ as we live. It means we need to imitate Christ. We need to pursue the knowledge of Christ. We need to give up everything that prevents us, prevents us from having Christ. We need to focus our goal and our chief desire on Christ. What does to die mean? It means we are, we are going to have victory over the struggles in the world. Not compromising, but standing in our belief. Now, we have three people who have left us this year. And they have finished their race well. Remember Pat Lewis? She left the church building. She bought it. She sacrificed herself. She left a mark in the church. Remember Ron? He planted the church. And we always remember what Ron has done. I think we, I'm even 
missing Ron. Every Sunday would try to share and read a verse to encourage us. He left a mark. Remember Kerry? He had an extra mile of even selling the sausages. And even when he was sick in bed, he decided to take his card and send someone to go and withdraw money because his plan was to have $500 sent to the orphanage. And because he was sick and he couldn't keep on selling the sausages, and he didn't want to leave that thing to the church to finish, he decided to pay that money, even in the sick bed, when he could not even stand. He left a legacy. My sister, my brother, if you go today, what will we say that you've left? Not only as church, but as family. What have you done that people can say, for sure, this person has done one, two, three. Are we going just to come and cry and wait you to go to the other life and we forget about you? Or are we going to say for sure there's something that you've left that we shall need also to plan our life to live? To finish well, we need to keep focus in the view of the past. Paul was able to look at his past in Christ and he was proud to say that I have finished well. He had done mistakes, I'm sure, but even in his mistakes, he acknowledged them and repented and focused his life to the Lord. And he was so happy with all what he had done. And that's why he said, I have fought a good fight. I have finished the course. I have kept the faith. He guarded his salvation. He didn't want to joke with his salvation. He made sure whatever he did, it was accountable to the Lord. There are two aspects that we learn in Paul's future life. One, he hoped to live to meet with the Lord in the righteousness. And he was so happy that he was going to meet with a righteous judge. In our deeds as Christians, are we ready to meet with the righteous judge? He lived his life in focus of his future day. And that is the day of resurrection. The day that is going to be with the Lord. The day that the Lord is going to welcome him, to judge him, and put him in the right place to celebrate forever and ever. Question to us. Are we ready? 
have we kept the faith? Are we f- are going to finish the race well? Maybe since the start of this year, you've had a lot of discouragements. You've had a lot of things and struggles that have made you feel it's not what you wanted. I want to say this. The Bible is telling us and assuring us, despite all the challenges and all what is happening, we need to focus our hearts and our life and our eyes upon the Lord. Maybe things have not been so good to you this year. You can change your focus and finish the year strong. Don't quit. Don't give up for the failures you have. But today, remember this word is a word for this church. And it is a reminder that we need to sacrifice ourselves fully to the Lord. And focus our view of present. Knowing that we can reproduce ourselves in others to carry the torch after us. In other words, we can reproduce ourselves in others to carry the legacy that we have lived. Keep in focus of the past so that one day it will be your history. You will be able to look and say, yes, this year some things didn't go well, but I kept my focus and I'm not going to fall. I am going to be faithful to God. I am going to keep the faith. I am going to be strong. Focus on your future and stand before the Lord. And I can assure you, if you do that, his righteousness and his grace will cover you. If you live with focus with the Lord in the view of the past and the future, be assured you will finish well. As we are ending the year, Focus what you've done in the whole of the last of the last months, last weeks, all those days that have passed. Focus on them. Review yourself. See what you've done. You cannot change your past. It is history. But you can change your present and have a bright future. God bless you. Amen. There you go, you can't change your past, but you can change how your future will turn out. Thanks for listening to a Wattle City Church podcast. If you download the Anchor podcast app and type Wattle City Church into the search engine, you can listen to more and great podcasts from Wattle City Church. Thanks.